nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So, I scour the globe for top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So take a seat and enjoy the ride. Welcome to another weekend short of the Matter Over Mind experience. I'm your host, Master Trainer and Weight Management Expert, Narado Zico Powell. And this weekend, I will explain the right time to eat starchy versus non-starchy vegetables. Because yes, there is a difference. So let's begin. See, first, I want to break down the differences. See, as the name implies, starchy vegetables contain more starch than non-starchy vegetables. Well, I mean, that's a given, right? See, starch is a type of carbohydrate that your body breaks down into glucose. So again, not all carbs are the same. See, starchy vegetables are higher in calories than non-starchy vegetables. And you've heard me talk about eating a vegetable with every meal, and I'm going to get into that a little bit in a little bit. See, starchy foods are an important part of a balanced diet. They provide energy, fiber, and various vitamins and minerals. So eating enough nutritious starchy foods can help with your digestion, satiety, and energy levels. And starchy foods come in many forms, like legumes, whole grains, starchy vegetables, and more. Now, given that starchy foods break down into glucose, the timing of that is essential, right? You've heard me talk about carb timing before. Well, starchy foods is definitely a part of that carb timing process. So I'm going to break down in a moment. But first, I'm going to ex- like examine what non-starchy vegetables are so you really know the difference. See, most vegetables contain only small amounts of starch and are classified as non-starchy vegetables. And these are the ones I usually recommend to eat with every meal. So they're like, some examples are like artichokes, asparagus, bean sprouts, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, and celery. And I would just say a rotation of these, right? So when I say eat vegetables with every meal, again, I am talking about non-starchy vegetables. So now that I've given you the difference, I'm going to break down some guidelines that can help you with this. But before I do that, let me quickly talk to you about energy bits, spirulina and corella. See, according to Healthline, spirulina is among the world's most popular supplements. It is loaded with various nutrients and antioxidants that may benefit your body and brain. There's another Healthline article that states that Corella has been shown in promise in improving cholesterol levels and ridding the body of toxins. Think about that. So visit energybits.com and use code ZicoHealth for 10% off their Corella and Spirulina products. And of course, the links will be in the show notes and in the description of the episode. I think the show notes are going to be ZicoHealth.com slash 
starchy versus non-starchy. But the link, the link to the show notes will also be in the description of the podcast. So you can click on it and get to it. So let's get to the advice of this short. One, and I've said this so many times, eat fats, protein, and non-starchy vegetables with every meal. Two, restrict starchy vegetables if weight loss is your goal. Now, I'm not saying avoid them altogether, but restrict them, right? Because remember, if weight loss is your goal, you want to have enough blood glucose to perform what you need to and maybe store some in your muscles and liver. But apart from that, you don't want anything more than that. That way, it doesn't convert to fat. The next thing is always pair starchy foods or vegetables with a complete meal, like I mentioned first, with fats, protein, and non-starchy vegetables. And you want to eat the starchy towards the end of the meal, not towards the beginning. That way, you already have your first one, you're going you're gonna to eat less of it. And two, the other nutrients that you're eating will slow down its digestion, restricting that blood sugar spike. The next is, and this is the cycling piece, eat starchy vegetables when your body can use it best, meaning earlier in the day, primarily before you work out so your body can use it best. Hmm, think about that. Because you eat it, you go to work out, your body can use that glucose basically immediately, especially if you do it like for a run or something like that, where, you know, or a high intensity, or even if you're weight training, but you're going to p- cross the anaerobic zone, right, where your body's going to need more glucose, that can be a timing thing. But if you're trying to lose weight, you still want to restrict that so your body can use what it actually has. Someone's trying to build lean muscle, which a lot of times you do want to lose weight. You can, may also want to build lean muscle so that it just kind of depends on the situation. But you know what I mean? If you're trying to lose a lot of weight, but maintain lean muscle or even build some lean muscle in the process, which I recommend, still time your starchy vegetables or starchy foods right before your workout. And if you're trying to build muscle, but not necessarily lose weight, you do the same thing, but you have more room to add those starchy vegetables or starchy foods into your diet. So you have it for your workout. Consider better ways of preparation, like instead of frying your fries, air fry, right? To keep them crispy. Not not using vegetable oil, you know, so try air fryer. But something you may want to think about is you may even use coconut oil from time to time, but still you want to limit how much oil you've been using a diet altogether. But coconut oil, olive oil are the healthier oils. Olive oil is not really even avocado oil, but olive oil is not really a high temperature oil. Coconut oil is more of a high temperature oil. But if you're going to prepare something like, uh, like say French fries, you just want to, I would say not to not overdo your oils. If, if you're already going to pair it with fat and protein and, and non-starchy vegetables, you don't want to overdo your oil. So maybe even use an air fryer with, um, instead of using that, the oil, right? If you're going to snack on fries by themselves, which I don't recommend, you may want to think about get using some vegetable oil to uh, you know, slow down the digestion a little bit. But again, I prefer the first method of pairing it with fats, protein, and non-starchy vegetables with every meal. That way that even if you consider it a cheat meal, which I really don't believe in that term, but a lot of people use it, you still have it paired in to slow down the digestion because the protein, fat, and the fiber from the non-starchy vegetables, and some are also in the starchy, will slow down the digestion of the, of the, 
of the starchy vegetables. So it gets in the way of it will keep your blood sugar more likely, I would say, keep your blood sugar steady than if you eat it by itself where your blood sugar is going going to automatically spike because there's nothing in the way. And then once your blood sugar picks up, your body's going to say, I have too much blood sugar. So let's store the excess. And if your muscles and liver are taken up with glycogen, guess what? You're going to gain some body fat, which is what we're trying to avoid. So there it is, fam. Thank you so much for joining and enjoy your weekend. Thanks for joining the Matter Over Mind experience. If you got good content out of this or any of my shows, save, subscribe, and share it with anyone who needs this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.